What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. In today's episode of the Coaches Compass, I am going to reveal the top five things that I hate about traditional marketing and what I do instead and what I recommend you do instead. Now, I think there's an important distinction to make because if you take yourself to social media and you follow any sort of like marketing coach, business coach, whatever, you know the type that I'm talking about. I'm sure you follow several of them. When there is this debate happening, which frequently it happens in nutrition, it happens in business, it happens in every single industry where there is a disagreement over what to do. So quick example, a lot of people talk about low ticket versus high ticket. And then you see business coaches going back and forth. Typically, they don't even engage with each other. They'll just see the person's post and then they'll make their own post, basically talking shit without (laughs) directly saying it. So like you'll have a coach who's like, you know, low ticket helped me build an audience of buyers and fill my one-on-one coaching program. And I want to teach you how to do that. And then you'll have another business coach who will take to social and be like, here's why low ticket is the dumbest fucking thing you can do for your business. And they are, are basically taking a shot without saying it, you know, without calling out the person who they're, who they're talking to. And then the consumer is left with this, you know, head on a swivel back and forth. I don't know what to do because there's these two different coaches and I, think that they both have value and I don't know who to believe. It's the same thing in nutrition, right? Like it doesn't take very much time for somebody to get confused over, you know, fasting versus not fasting or um, apparently diet soda versus regular soda is a, I, I posted that to my stories and I've never had so many, in, you know, people DMing me and, and engaging on my stuff just because I posted a poll about diet soda versus regular soda. And then, um, and then I asked the question, should I break down what the research says about, you know, the two and all the, I mean, literally the most DMs I've ever received from, from one story. I don't typically get a lot of story engagement because quite frankly, my stories are boring and stupid. And usually it's either me venting about something or putting up some, I don't know, random like dog picture. That's about it. Those actually get really good engagement, but this one was crazy. Like, yeah. Anyway, so I'm actually going to do an episode all about diet soda versus regular soda because that's what my audience apparently cares about and is confused about. But the the thing is, um, it annoys me that there's this this back and forth, and and I think what's important to recognize is that the is that the business coaches that get butt hurt when somebody says something that goes against their philosophy, there is a deep insecurity there. And it's so obvious if you actually understand, like if you can see past the bullshit, it's so obvious like there's this deep-rooted insecurity there because why would you care? Like to me, where, you know, let's say, you know, I'm talking about email marketing, for example, and I'm a big believer in email. Let's say that a co- a business coach went to social and basically was like, email marketing is the dumbest thing you can do for your business. And here's why. And they wrote about it, spoke about it, all these things. I 
would literally care zero percent. That would impact me zero percent. Why? Because I'm not, I'm not narcissistic enough and also naive enough to think that my way is the only way that the things that I believe in are the things that everybody believes in. And, and like, when did we lose that? When did we lose the ability to say something as crazy as low ticket might be the right fit for you and your business, or it might not be? When did we lose the ability to say it depends? And I get it, you know, marketing, we, we want to be very, uh, matter of fact and sometimes controversial. And I understand why, you know, that's the case, but it just feels like this pissing contest is, is pure ego. And it's really just, it's not helpful. If your goal is to help people, like why, why do we care? Why do people get so upset about something that goes against their philosophy? Like, like, would you really care? Like as a nutrition coach, if there was another coach who was was talking about how low carb is the best diet in the world like would that keep you up at night would you feel like you have to to like you know attack them and say how stupid they are and and anybody that follows them is it or would you just be like hey this person has pretty strong beliefs that i disagree with <laughs> and i do things differently but it's whatever you the consumer the customer the client it's what you resonate with it's what you believe it just anyway, we're we're off to a good start here. But the, the reason why I wanted to do this is because I have opinions. I don't have all the answers. I don't have the best opinions. I don't have, you know, I, I'm no different than anybody else. I've I've learned through experience. I've tried things. I've tested things. I've seen what works. I've seen what resonates with me. I've seen what aligns with my values and my morals and. And that's really the perspective that I'm coming from. This is what I believe. I don't, I don't care if, if somebody jumps in and says everything that I'm saying is wrong. That's fine. It's really about what you believe. It's what you resonate with. Think about your own morals and values and the things that, you know, deeply connect with you and then make a decision from there. Uh, and that's, that's really, uh, the preface to what I'm about to get into, because when I look at the business coaching space for in particular for nutrition coaches, since that's, that's mainly the type of people that I see spouting out at the mouth. And, um, and, and to a certain extent, it, it applies to all marketing because I have done programs that were not specific to nutrition and fitness. I've done mentorship that was a little bit outside the box and, uh, things in the past that were outside of my bubble, but ultimately, I think nutrition coaches, you know, really have a hard time because the the business mentorship that's out there is very ego driven, and it's very, uh, to me, it's like traditional sleazy marketing tactics for the most part that are taught, um, and I just don't align with that. So. What I'm going to share is the, the top five things that really rub me the wrong way when it comes to traditional marketing advice that you might have already been given or followed and recognized that it's not for you. And then kind of my, my approach or my take on some of those things. Um, and this is in no particular order. Uh, so the first thing is the all hype, 
all fluff, no substance style of marketing where you're seeing things like I literally read something the other day that was like, I'm going to teach this strategy that's literally never been seen or heard heard of before. It was something along those lines. I could probably look it up and get the exact wording. But it was like this strategy has never been seen or heard of before. Like, come on. <laughs> Are we that stupid? <laughs> really? You've invented an entirely new strategy. Like, come on. Everything has been done before in some way, shape, or form. And I promise you, your thing is not so it's just fluff. It's high, it's designed to give you a cheap dopamine hit. But the problem is that those individuals teach that style of marketing. So it's one thing if you want to use it for yourself, but then when you're teaching it to other people and the coach now, the nutrition coach takes that marketing approach and they talk about this, like, you know, never, uh, never seen before fat loss methodology, like fat loss is fat loss. We've seen everything. There's nothing new. You can't, you can't like reinvent a calorie deficit or reinvent uh, the laws of thermodynamics the same way you can't like re there, there's nothing new with marketing. It's literally we're, uh, you know, acquiring leads, we're nurturing leads, we're converting leads, we're fulfilling on those people. Like it's, what, I don't know. Anyway, the, the hype, the, the fluff, the cheap dopamine, um, I just, it doesn't connect with me. I, maybe it does for some people, but it, it is like the instant turnoff for me. If I see something that is like, we're changing the game, we're, we're disrupting the industry, we're doing what, like immediately I go into like the fetal position and, and try to cry myself to sleep because I feel bad for the people that are, that actually feel the need or, or even, you know, number one, think that they need to say that stuff. And then number two, the susceptible people that are like, oh my God, I need to find out what this revolutionary never, you know, seen before system is so I can be on, you know, the cutting edge of whatever. It's, it's just let, let the bullshit meter ring true. Uh, so what I do <laughs> that is, that is a little bit different is I try to deliver all substance and no fluff. And I think that, you know, you can, you could make the argument. Like if, if somebody wanted to debate me on this and they were a business coach, they could absolutely make the argument that's like, you know, if you're not adding some layer of like hype and fluff, then you're probably missing out on some people. And I'm willing to accept that <laughs> because my, my opinion or my counter would be, yeah, the people that I'm missing out on are the people that I don't want to work with <laughs> because if it's the type of person that is easily influenced by cheap dopamine hits, what do you think is going to happen when they're in the program? What do you think is going to happen when the dopamine wears off, when the work actually begins, when the shit gets boring and they are not getting the cheap dopamine hits? Like when I put together my, my, um, email workshop, I said that the first thing that I said to everybody was this, there will be zero dopamine dopamine hits delivered not only that but while we're in this workshop it is going to suck like we are going to work you will feel drained because this is a grind we are writing 23 fucking emails together over the course of 2 days with barely any breaks like we're going 9 to 5 2 days 
And we are just writing and reviewing and writing and reviewing and repeating that process. It is not sexy. There's no fluff. There's no, it, that's what I mean by all substance. So the way that I market something like that is I literally talk about the deliverable of what you're getting. You're getting this entire sequence written that would take you months and months to write and you're getting it in two days. You're getting an entire sequence that takes people from new subscriber, new to your audience, you know, new to you, and it warms them up. It, it connects them to you. It connects them to your methodology, to the way that you do things, to the problems that you solve, to the people that you help. And it walks them through the process from not really knowing you to knowing you and your coaching program and who you help and how you do it. And it gets them very, very warm and ready to buy. And there are different pulse checks along the way in case they're, uh, they want to enroll. Uh, so it's kind of like, uh, just like the process of, of giving somebody a tour, like, Hey, come here. I'm going to give you the lay of the land. Here's, here's, uh, you know, whatever, you know, <laughs> you're taking somebody on like a walking tour through a city. It's like, here's what we do over here. And here's our favorite restaurant. And here's a good place to sleep and all the stuff. And you're basically showing them around. It is a very well-structured sequence that converts um, new email subscribers into clients on repeat. It's just substance. There's no fluff. There's no hype. There's no BS. There's no cheap dopamine like, hey, we're going to grind for two days and we're going to get this done. Normally, number one, you probably don't even have a sequence. If you do have a sequence, it's probably not converting. And and number three, it would probably take you six months to get this done on your own. We're going to knock it out in two days together. Plus, you get me reviewing and editing everything for you. Cool. That's it. All substance, uh, no fluff. So that's that's my belief. I cannot stand the hypey nonsense. Just It just turns me off. Um, I had a funny conversation with somebody on I am uh, on uh, IG. I said I am. If, if that doesn't age me, if you guys don't know Instant Messenger, the AOL Instant Messenger from back in the day. Whew, man, those were the days. The best part about that, if you're old like me, <laughs> um, the best part about that was trying to leave a. There was like an away message that you could leave, so um, somebody would like click on your thing. And uh, then they would see that you have an away message up. So they could either leave you a message knowing that you would get it later. Uh, but I always, I always would put like hip hop quotes <laughs> and shit like that um, as my away message. But yeah, so I had a whole conversation on, on IG with another coach who kept getting these, these uh, comments and messages on her content that was like all hypey like let's fucking go the grind never stops work hard baby <laughs> and she's like do you get this stuff too because i'm pretty sure this is a business coach trying to sell me and i knew exactly who it was i was like yes 100 that is a business coach trying to sell you and the fact that they think that that is considered like prospecting or whatever the fuck they think it is is, is just it's that it, it's again if that's your cup of tea by all means go for it i'm just sharing what I resonate with and what I believe and what I think is more, um, I don't know, let's say morally sound for lack of a better phrase. All right. Number two, uh, the, the bait and switch concept, the bait and switch concept is something that, um, I find to be, well, first of all, when it's, when it's overt, obviously it's, it's really gross, but there are more subtle 
bait and switch tactics that that people teach and um it's just not necessary i think that that's the thing where when you are presenting something and then you kind of switch it to something else last minute and, and again there's there's different versions of this there's the like um like like the whole gym launch method of we're going to do this free challenge and you're like, oh, sweet, there's this free challenge I can enroll in. And then they're like, yeah, it's free. And they're like, okay, great. Well, let me let me sign up. And then you're like, actually, you have to pay $500. And then if you lose 20 pounds, you get your $500 back. So that's how it's free. Like, that's a bait and switch. Like, let's just call it what it is. You might have had amazing success with that strategy. And you might totally disagree with me. And I know that anybody that even remotely suggest that Alex Ramosi maybe is doing something slightly unethical. Like, um, you know, <laughs> hang me out to dry. Um, I, and again, I'm not, this is not a criticism on him in particular. I actually think that he's rather brilliant and there's things like, just like any person, I don't put him on a pedestal. Um, I think there are some ideas that he has that are really freaking smart. And I think there's some things that he does that are, you know, a little bit shady. And it is what like that's that's probably every every person. Anyway, that that was just the first example that came to my mind with the whole bait and switch. Like we're running this free challenge. Like you literally pay nothing. And like, well, actually, you do kind of pay. And it's like it's a conditional. Like maybe let's call it a conditionally free challenge. Maybe let's be a little bit more uh, above water with with how we describe it. Um, you know, there's so many different versions of this where. I mean, there's the, again, there's the overt bait and switch where somebody messages you and they're like, Hey, do you have any spots for coaching available? And you're like, Oh my God, a, a lead. Amazing. You're like, yes, I do have a coaching spot available. And they're like, great. How would you like me to fill that spot with <laughs> high quality leads for you? And you're like, what? <laughs> and they're, then they're trying to sell you. That is the overt, disgusting bait and switch. There's the less noticeable bait and switch, which would be like the quote unquote free challenge where that's still kind of a version of it. Um, but again, let's just, let's just say conditionally, uh, free, conditionally free. And then the person's like, okay, what are the conditions? And then you can say, you put down a deposit and if you achieve XYZ thing, or if you do XYZ thing, then you get your money back. Um, I learned that I had actually had to go through it myself to realize that it didn't feel right. I did the free challenge thing and it just didn't feel right. And it didn't sit well with me. It's like, why did I listen to that? Like, just because somebody told me that that's how you get a, a huge, it, it, and it was, it was funny because it quote unquote worked, but it also created that distrust. Like I had to rebuild trust because there were a percent, there's a percentage of people that were like, okay, like I don't love that, but like I get it. Then there was the percent of people that were like, what the fuck? This is misleading. And so it just wasn't worth it at the end of the day, even though it quote unquote worked in attracting um, more people. It just wasn't worth it to me. I would much rather just be honest. Like I did a, a trial period for a coaching program that we run, a group coaching program, and I did a free trial and a $1 trial. And I, and I literally said on the page, like the entire reason why I'm doing this is so that you can join the program. Like 
This is not just to give you two weeks for free. This is not just to give you two weeks for a dollar. It's to show you how this works and with the hopes that you'll enjoy it and stay for the full program. That's what I mean by like, why, why bait and switch? Like I could have, I don't know, like uh, that's another thing where you don't tell the person that there's like a continuation or something along those lines. That's like another version of the bait and switch where it's like, you, you do this for two weeks and you only pay $7 or a dollar, $27, whatever it is. And then they just automatically get rolled into another program. It happens where there's like fine print. That's like, if you don't do this, then you just automate, whatever. Again, I had to learn all of these things the hard way. And now I'm like extra careful and particular about over explaining. Um, like when, when I, did this, uh, I'm doing a neurotype study right now. And I did a whole video breakdown before I let anybody enroll. I walked through like excruciating detail, like a 45 minute video walkthrough, which is probably every marketing person would tell me that's the worst idea in the world. And then I did like a whole walkthrough. I did a whole Google doc that like every single possible detail that you could want to know about the study. Um, just because I'm overly cautious now about, I want everybody to know everything so they can make a really informed decision. And yes, I get it. Like from a marketing standpoint, it's probably not the most effective strategy, but again, I would much rather have less people who all feel like they can really trust me and that they know what they're getting. And that when I say something, it actually carries weight. That's the one thing that I've noticed. I've been around some people for a long time and seeing how they operate from a marketing standpoint, I don't believe a fucking word that comes out of their mouth. Like, again, this is not a singular shot. I'm not taking a singular shot. I'm saying there are people that I have been around for a long time and based off of the way that they market and the kind of bait and switch dishonest type of approach, I don't believe anything that they say. So when I read something, I'm reading it from the lens of zero belief, <laughs> zero trust. Now, maybe their audience feels differently, but I don't want to be that person. And it just doesn't feel right to, to think about a situation where my audience is literally like, this guy's full of shit. Now I'm full of shit for other reasons, but when it comes to actually talking about what I do and who I help and how I help and all the things like it's, you're going to get as much detail as I can possibly deliver. And that is my belief in what's, in what's right. And also what's effective because I don't care what people say about traditional marketing. Like, yes, I understand we have to work with human psychology, but there are ways to do that in a very ethical above water way. And I think that if you're struggling with that, you really got to check yourself and look in the mirror. Number three is, is kind of like, this is like the gold standard of marketing, which is tell them what they need or, or tell them just enough, but not too much and keep important details hidden. Like, don't tell them your price. Don't tell them your exact method. Don't tell them how you do what you do. Tell them what it is. Tell them why they need it, but don't tell them how. 
and don't tell them the price and don't tell them anything until they get on a sales call. Basically, like all the juicy stuff is behind a paid wall. And if you dangle the carrot and you explain why the carrot is there and you explain what the carrot is and you explain why they need the carrot, then they're just going to pay you to get the carrot. And then you can, and then you can divulge all of the details about, you know, how you do what you do and what the price point is and all that stuff. Um, I find that to be really shitty. Um, most of the coaches that work with me, they'll tell you it's really straightforward. They'll, they'll message me and they'll be like, and now they know because they've, they've been with me for long enough. But in the beginning, it was very much like, Hey, Mike, um, I had somebody reply to one of my emails and they said, um, I'm interested, but I want to know the cost first. How would you handle this? Now, just think about that. They've been working with other coaches and have had other, you know, mentorship and, and business coaching in the past. So naturally their, their business coach prior would say, don't tell them the price, get them on a call. So they would come up with some way to, kind of manipulate the situation and basically get that person on a call without actually telling them the price. I used to do this too. This was like a huge, like big thing in, in business coaching. Do not under any circumstances, tell them the price. So when somebody replies and they say, I'm interested, but I want to know the price first, you come up with a way to say like, well, well, there's different options. And it depends on what you need and everything is so personalized. And actually the pricing is based off of your individual situation. So I can't even give a price until I know more about what you need and about what your goals are. And then I create a custom plan uh, that's priced accordingly for you or something like that, some bullshit like that. Even though these people have literally one price point, it's like, this is our six month or this is our 12 month or whatever. So two price points, but it's it's basically the same exact fucking program, but you're trying to manipulate the person to get on a call with you so then you can sell them on the call. Now, the coaches that I work with, when they ask me that question, they already know. The answer is you just reply and you tell them the price. Now, I'm okay if you want to say, like, listen, um, everything we do is highly personalized and, and I really typically want to make sure, like truly want to make sure that I can help you and want to make sure that it's a good fit. So my preference is that's our first step, but I know that that cost is is a concern for you, so I'm just going to tell you that it's, you know, blank, $500 a month or whatever. 2500 for 6 months. Whatever your price point is, um that is usually what I tell them to reply. Just say it. <laughs> because here's the thing. If somebody sees the price point and they immediately are like, "Nope, not going to do it." Like is there a chance? Is there a chance that they would have signed up on the phone? A small one, but there is a chance. Now, my feeling is if that person did sign up on the phone, they're probably the most susceptible to buyer's remorse. They're the most likely to be shitty clients because they really probably wouldn't have signed up unless they were just, you know, unless they were in that situation where they kind of felt that push. Again, this is my belief. You could say to me, well, what if I tell them the price and then 
it was a client that would have signed up on the phone and they would have been an amazing client. Hey, (laughs) I'm willing to take that chance that there is a tiny, tiny, tiny probability um, that that would be the case. And I'm willing to roll the dice on that for the sake of doing things that align with me uh, morally versus just thinking that I have to deceive and get somebody on the phone who really has a question that's a very straightforward answer. You don't have to dance around it. You know, somebody messages me and they're like, how much is your copy course? And I say, 497. Like, why do I need to do anything else? Could I convince them that they, you know, build up the value and tell them, no, it's why? Like, you're, you're either in or you're out. And if you're not in right now, then maybe you'll be in down the road. And, and now you already know the price. I think sometimes we forget that the people who ask for the price, if your messaging and your marketing and your content is well done, a lot of times the people that ask for the price then start saving. If they're the ones that are like, okay, I can't do that. I can't afford that. A lot of times they're the ones that start saving because your content, your messaging is so good. They're like, well, now I know what I need to do. I need to start looking at my budget. I need to start putting some money aside. I've had that happen a number of times. Um, and I have one of my uh, one-on-one clients it's, that's a coach. She literally has had this at least a dozen times where what's the price? She tells them, they're like, cool, uh, I can't afford that right now. Then they come back like three months later and they're like, I saved up, let's do it. Like That has happened at least a dozen times. So I am not a believer in hiding the details of what you do. Hiding the how is bullshit. Hiding the price. Now, I'm not saying that you have to like plaster your prices everywhere, although if you want to, that's totally uh, valid. I think that transparency is important. Um, you can give reference ranges, you can whatever, but like be upfront about the investment when somebody asks, especially, and don't hide how you do what you do. That's really important for people to know. All right. So number four, number four is the whole dig the pain and drag them through it concept. Um, I actually find this to be counter to attracting the right type of clients. Um, because the more that you do that, um, you're not aligning with the right people, in my opinion. To me, aligning with the right people is more about giving insight into a problem that they face that's not necessarily a bleeding neck problem, but it could be a pebble in the shoe problem. But most importantly, it's giving them insight into what's causing the problem so that they know that you know what they're going through. But more than that, it's the solution. It's the fact that you know how to solve it. You know how to remove the pebble. Even if it is a bleeding neck problem, you know how to stop the bleeding. You know how to heal the wound. It's more solution focused. Like Most of the time, the best clients already know that they want support. They already know that they want to get there faster, more efficiently. They already know that. Like the best, there's the coaches that I work with, all dream clients. They're the people that they're not sitting there like, 
well, should I figure out my messaging on my own? Should I figure out email marketing on my own? Should I just take years and years and years and do this? No, they've already decided they want the most efficient, quickest, best way to dial in their messaging, to have a really sound and and structured email marketing system that produces clients on repeat. And it speaks to the exact people that they want to work with. So they're like, I'm ready. I just need to know that the right path for me, the right person, the right program. So when I speak to solutions and I can identify a, a micro problem or a pebble in the shoe that they're facing, and I can show them the solution to that, then they've identified me as the the quickest and most efficient path to dialing in their messaging and their email marketing and all of that. What I have found is that when you align with those people that they already know, they already know that they need the support. They already know that they need help. They already know that they want to do things more efficiently. They already know that trying it on their own is wasting a lot of time. They want the fast track. So when we align with those people, all they care about is who's the right fit for me? How does it work? Is this for me? Like the best clients are looking at your content thinking, is this right for me? And the way that they know it's right is because you're speaking to problems that they face, but you're not, you're not dragging them through the mud. You're not sticking their face in their bleeding neck problem. You're just giving insight into it so that they know that you understand it. Most importantly, they want the solution. They want to feel better. They want the pebble removed. And that's what helps you align with those people and those people to self-identify as the right fit for you because you're telling them, you're giving them solutions, you're telling them who it's for, you're telling them how it works, and they have all the information they need to make really good decisions um, about you know who to work with. So that's number four. Number five Number five is this whole like, like business has to be a, a grind mentality. You have to work hard and, and, you know, grind it out. And, and most people don't have what it takes to run a business. And you have to, you know, prioritize, spend, send a hundred more messages a day. If you're having a hundred conversations, have 200 conversations. And if, if you're not pushing, you know, People on sales calls every day, you're not trying hard enough. And like this whole concept that it has to be really hard. It's, it's one of those, it's like, yes, of course, we know that owning a business is comes with its own set of difficulties. But as, as a coach, you've been through like the fitness side of that. You've been through the journey. You've been through the fitness version of that. Would you say that it's like so hard, right? Like, you you know that there's been challenges. You know that it is difficult, but would you say like, oh, you have to grind your way through and you can't take time off and you just have to do more, more, more. Like, no, you tell your clients about balance. You tell your clients to take rest days. You tell your clients the importance of of recharging and sleeping and and like actually doing things they enjoy through the process and being present with their family and doing fun shit that they actually love. Your business is no different. The whole idea of just work harder, why don't we take the same mindset that we tell our fitness clients to work smarter and apply that to our businesses? Working smarter is where you find 
efficiencies in your process systems, formulas, frameworks, you know, templates, things that you can kind of default to, um, like, like the workshop idea. The whole concept of that is so that we can work smarter. So we take two days, we write out a whole sequence together. Is that hard? Is it a lot of work? Yes, of course. But it's two days for a lifetime of efficiency because now every time you pull somebody into your world, into your ecosystem, you don't have to question where are they going? What are they getting? How am I nurturing them? How am I getting them to raise their hand and say they want to work with me? How am I getting them on a call? How am I showcasing what I do and what we offer? It's done. And it just happens on repeat. To me, that is working smarter. That's not working hard. And I think sometimes people hear that and they're like, oh, that person's afraid of hard work. No, that like we just we just want to be more intelligent. We want to do things in a way that is smarter. Um, I talked about how I've been able to to create sales pages really quickly now. Um, and it was something that I didn't have a lot of experience with when I first got into copywriting and realized that this was something that I actually really love. Um, and it like fills my my soul to be able to do this for other coaches and with other coaches and in my own business to write. And the whole concept of like a sales page was really foreign to me. So I had to, I had to learn a lot and I had to write a lot of shitty pages. And then I started to learn kind of like the ins and outs and the psychology behind it and all this stuff. And then um, I took on a project that uh, probably took me about like five hours in total to write all of the copy for. And it was converting at a really high level. And so I basically looked at that and I was like, okay, how can I work smarter? Every Now, I could have just said like every sales page is going to take me five hours of work. Or I look at the kind of almost like a formula and I pull out the pieces that are repeatable, but also customizable. And then I insert those into the next page and the next page. And now it takes me about 30 minutes to do a page because... I already, I have the formula now. And now I can do that on repeat. And, and for, you know, and, and the person who's paying me for the sales page, it doesn't matter to them. Like they're not like, Oh, it only takes you 30 minutes. I'm not going to pay you very much. No, they care about the result. (laughs) They care about how it's so. They could say, well, this person over here is going to work for 12 hours on this page. Okay. And if their page converts at one third of what my page, like who the fuck cares? So working smarter, um, it gives you more time and it gives you more leverage because before I used to be like, I can only take on one sales page project at a time. Like I can't take on another one until this one is fully finalized and finished. Now it's pretty straightforward because it's takes me way less time because I'm working smarter. That's the whole thought process behind the uh, monthly email subscription that I'm doing, by the way. I'm calling it the the five-minute email collective. The five-minute email collective because the concept is the formula and the framework and the templates are all in place. We know it's been tested. Uh, it's been you know tried, true, high-converting concepts. Taking those and putting the, the formula into a template where then in five minutes, 
you can personalize it. You can add your own flavor, your own humor, your own personality, you know, stuff that's specific to your own audience and make it your own. The formula is already done. The hard work, right? The hard work is already done. So now we're working smarter. Does creating a, a high converting email in five minutes make you lazy? No, it makes you somebody who wants to work smarter. You're taking the more efficient path. Now, do I recommend that you still take the time to understand marketing psychology and copy and, and how to dial in your messaging? Of course. Of course. That it doesn't, it doesn't replace the other work, right? It's not like it, re- it just gives you more of your time back. It allows you to work more efficiently. That's something that I'm big on is the value on my time invested not just my money invested, but the return on my time invested. So that's the whole concept. The five-minute email collective is is being able to take something that's proven, tried, true, tested, confirmed, verified to work, and you can make it your own in five minutes. Now, will will it take you, you know, sometimes ten minutes, sometimes fifteen minutes? Yes, of course. But the the whole concept and the point is. Five minutes uh, to customize again, and as you start to do it more frequently, and as you start to get it, you know, accustomed to that process, then yeah, the goal is that you can literally take three emails per week or more, because there's going to be some bonus stuff in there. But three emails a week or more, and have that all done. Like, what would it take to write three emails on your own that possibly wouldn't convert? probably three to six hours. And you're going to be able to do that in, you know, five minutes per email. And even on, if we like are overshooting it and it takes you, you know, 20 minutes per email, that's still 40 minutes for the week that would have taken you three to six hours. And not to mention, (laughs) this will convert more effectively than likely what you are going to create on your own. Um, That's not a knock. It's just, this has been, this has been proven. It's tried and true. It's tested, verified. Again, the, the formula, the framework has already been laid out. Then it's just plug and play with your own message and personality and all of that will be prompted for you. Um, the five-minute email collective is going to be $97 a month on pre-sale, which when you lock in the pre-sale price, that's yours as long as you stay. Like if you were pre-sale, $97 a month, and then you cancel... And then you want to come back, it's 147. Or if you miss the pre-sale and you want to come in at full price, it's 147 a month. Um, and again, if you if you recognize what I'm saying, the the transparency in the way that I approach things, I'm not going to tell you it's the best. It's it's never never been done before. Email templates have been done before. Content templates have been done before. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's changing the industry and it's revolutionary and we're changing the game forever. We're we're not changing the fucking game. We're just working smarter. We're giving you a really valuable asset that you can use in your business. I'm telling you the price. I'm telling you how it works. I'm like, you have all the information. The only time that I might offer up something and I and you don't have all the information is if I just straight up forget to include it. And if that happens, you ask me the question and I'll answer. 
But this is what I believe in. I believe in this style. I believe in open communication, transparency. You're not going to join the five-minute email collective and then all of a sudden it's going to be something radically different that you had no idea. It's going to be exactly what I'm telling you it is. 12 email templates that you can customize ideally in five minutes or less, although it might take you some practice before you get to that that time uh, level. Plus, you're going to get two promotional campaigns slash emails um, that are going to be more um, offer focused where uh, the 12 templates are going to be more like nurture, building trust and connection and uh, warming up your audience. And then the offer promotional um, sequences or emails are going to be more conversion focused where that's where you're going to use those to actually enroll clients. And then there's going to be a lot of bonus stuff that I'm not even sharing because I would rather have this process be a pleasant surprise where you're like, oh, I just thought that I was getting this, but I'm actually getting all of this other shit too. That's how I'm setting this up. So there will be other things that you receive. Some you'll know, like when you look at the sales page, you'll know some of the things that you're getting. like. Maybe something about how to create really um, highly engaging uh, subject lines for your emails that get improve your open rates. Maybe something along the lines of um, different types of content that you might enjoy, but there are definitely things that will be there that you will have no insight and it will just be there. And you'll be like, why did I get this? And I'll be like, because you're smart <laughs> and you like to work smarter. And you made this decision and you jumped in and they're like, I can't believe I got all of this stuff that I did not expect. That is exactly what I'm going for. So anyway, um, those are the five things that bother me the most with traditional marketing and how I approach things instead for whatever that's worth. Again, this is my opinion that doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it better. That doesn't mean that I'm saying my way is superior. I'm just saying that it's what aligns with me, my value system, my morals, and what I've also seen to be effective in the fact that it's allowed me to enjoy doing business again. And for a long time, I didn't enjoy doing business. So if you resonate with that, if you resonate with my message, then um, that's amazing. I love to hear that. And hopefully you'll join me in the collective. And if not, that's cool too, because there's plenty of other things that you can do uh, with your time and energy. And uh, that's just a personal choice that you have to make. Um, I appreciate you tuning in and I will talk to you next time. 